live from the ESPN 690 and Atari Levine Studios. This is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 with Brent Martineau and Austin Lane. I just think the Bears suck right now, and I'm saying that where it's okay. They've embraced the lane. You pick a lane, you let Akeem Hicks and Khalil Mack and all these dudes walk out the door, Allen Robinson. So if that's the lane, then let's be ethically bad so that next year people are calling up, hey, you want to trade that pick because your quarterback's pretty good. And the quarterbacks on this class coming, C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young, we don't need one of them. So we get a bunch of picks. We'll have the most cap space in the NFL in 12 months, $150 million. The Bears in 2023, you better be buying stock. 2023, huh? I don't know who that was either. Is this another new one? Um, yeah, I'm not going to lie. I The headline kind of stole this one. Uh, goes by the name David Kaplan of ESPN 1000. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm not going to lie. The headline said, like, why the Bears suck. And I was like, oh, this will be good. And then it it didn't. It wasn't that good. <laughs> I expected it to be better. It wasn't that good. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's okay. We'll try again, ESPN. It's fine. Whatever. No big deal. Can't uh, win them all. Brett Martineau, Casey Kurtz, is Brian Middleton back there, too? Brian Middleton's back there. He showed up, and the first thing he said was, man, Brandon ain't blocking nobody, man, because you said you could block somebody's shot. So, Man, you you know, Casey, man, you get it wrong a lot, but you do it with uh, conviction. Yeah. I appreciate it. You know. Yeah, Brent, I'm here, man. How you doing? I'm good. I mean, that block was so overrated, though. I mean, why are we giving Draymond credit? That was an awful shot. It was a terrible shot. It was disgusting. You know what? Disgusting. I'm noticing that you're using that word with, you know, plays that I, I really appreciate. You used it with the Draymond block, and you also used it earlier when you were talking about the Carolina Panthers uh, quarterback room. I'm going to need oh. some respect on people's names around here, Brent Martineau. Well, why don't you get some respectful names in that quarterback room? <laughs> okay. That's a good start. Okay. <laughs> uh, speaking of respect, I think uh, Josh Lambeau wants some. Did you see this news just out? Uh, no, but last time there was Josh Lambeau news is definitely what I wasn't expecting, so please hit me with it. Well, this is probably more of what Should I've been expecting there. and kind of seeing what took so long. Uh, now Josh Lambeau is suing the Jaguars uh, for the workplace environment that Urban Meyer had. Oh, uh, yeah, I do see that now. Um, that's interesting, right? Like, to sue the Jags? Like, that's a bold move, is it not? Well, I don't know if you can sue. I, I don't, I'm not smart enough to know whether you can sue Urban himself. Right. Or do you have to kind of a, sue your employer for that? Yeah. Like, I, I know it is not the same thing at all, but what comes to mind first is the Brian Flores thing. So he sued the NFL so if Josh Lambeau sues an NFL team, doesn't that put him on a spot where you pretty much can't – he cannot get another job? Oh, I mean, Lambeau, I think – I think – Well, he probably wasn't going to get one anyway. Yeah. I think Lambeau, when he came out last year with the news on Urban, basically sealed his fate. Like, he knew he was done at that time. He would not have I, – I think I may have even heard that, that he was – he knew he wasn't going to play anymore. Right. And so, and I don't know all those particulars. I don't know if he still wanted to, but I think he knew he was done. 
And he knew if he did this, he was definitely done. I mean, nobody's going to bring you on if you're eventually going to do something like this, right or wrong, by the way. You know, we, we really don't know a lot of the details. The crazy thing about this situation is there does not appear to be, like, like video, video of this right. infraction uh, by Urban Meyer and, and maybe the final nail in the coffin around all that time, although the Jags said they were playing on fire earlier. Uh, a lot going on in like a 72-hour win- window back in December when this news broke. Yeah. Like, does he have a case? Not without video, right? Like, he would have to have – there has to be more than – I said this happened, right? There has to be something more. Well, and that's a great point. Like, without video, like, is he piggybacking on all the other stuff that has come out on Urban, and Urban got fired because of cause, and Urban had this and that, and everybody said Urban this and that, and uh, DJ Chark came out and said stuff. So does this make uh, Lambo's case more believable? I guess, but without video evidence, like this is something that, I mean, if he karate kicked him, it's going to look really bad on, on video. Yeah. Correct. If he like nudged him going by, it's going to be like, are you kidding me? Like, really? Yeah. You know, I mean, isn't going to be a little bit like that? And, and so without seeing it, I, I don't know. I mean... I don't know, I guess, what... Like, why would you do this if you're Lambo? That's that's what I'm wondering. Like, what is, what's there to gain other than just to prove that it actually happened? Does that yeah, make but, sense? Yeah, so what's there to gain if you... Other than to prove it actually happened, and so let's just say justice, if you will, yeah. or out of principle, which I appreciate people for that, but if you cannot... Prove it with video, and maybe there's something out there that we haven't seen yet. And I'm not missing that, right? A video never came out. Correct. So if we haven't seen it, or if there isn't out there, then this is going to be a he said, she said that you probably can't prove anyway. In fact, like, there's been rumblings, by the way, on this situation that some other teammates said, like, it didn't happen. Yeah, like, that's the thing. Like, if you're Josh Lambeau... And like some like let's just I did I don't want to use an example of anybody but like like Logan Cook right you would assume they're probably stretching in the same general vicinity of each other because they they're specialists yes Logan Cook would have a lot to lose by like test like yes you know like he would have something to lose so why would you even a guy like DJ Chark who's not on the team anymore like that's still a risky thing to do to talk out on it I think yeah I yeah I, I believe um, you know. I, I'm trying to think of where he has a case, all right? This is real fresh, too, so I want to be careful not to say stuff we shouldn't say um, because there's a lot you just don't know. And I, I'm wondering if, do you think he's mad at the organization that maybe knew about this and didn't do anything about it? Could be. Like, how soon did they know until it was in the Tampa Bay Times or wherever it was by Rick Stroud? I mean, you would have to assume that they did know somebody knew something, right? I, I think so. I mean, I think, and how much did they vet it out, and where did it go? Like, like we just don't know that. Like, we, did they did they not find anything? Is he going to suggest that they knew something was up and didn't do anything about it? Yeah. I, I'm just trying to figure out really what the end game for Josh Lambeau is here. I mean, yeah. Urban Meyer got fired. 
Yeah. No, I mean... Unless he's really pissed off at the organization, which is just a crazy... And it's a crazy irony, I guess, in, in my world, because this is a guy that many people... Well, this is a guy that the Jaguars nominated for the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award. Yes. That is now suing the team. It's weird. Yeah. No, that's a bad look. I agree with you. And so, like, I, I don't know how to, like, process that. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a weird thing. By the way, like, some more that I'm reading into it, if you said this, I missed it because I was thinking, I guess. But he's suing them for – he's seeking his $3.5 million salary that he didn't get from 2021 and then damages for emotional distress. Uh, uh, yeah, like, like I, I, listen, I want to be fair to Josh Lambeau here because I think that's kind of terminology in these cases. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and again, there's just a lot we don't know, but I, I don't, I mean, three and a half million dollars, a lot of money. It, it is like, I don't, I know we're kind of just sitting here wondering out loud cause it's new, but how does that relate to anything like i he got cut because he he missed a lot of kicks like i don't i don't know man like i understand if he got kicked and there's video of it then that's a whole different thing but how are you supposed to get your 3.5 million dollar salary for a toxic workplace when you didn't live up to that salary like he, he missed kicks he got cut for a reason right like i i understand that something might have happened there but this whole thing is odd in my opinion, I mean, yeah, it's it's weird. Yeah, and the part that you can't get into, you can't. I I don't want to get into a lot of it because I just don't know what is like. You hear stuff, but I don't know what factual stuff is. Sure, right. And again, from anything, to, there are people that will say one. There's no video, and other people will say there are people that would dispute what he said, even though nobody's defending Urban. Not at all. Okay, so Definitely I not. heard that, and I'm not here to tell you that, that Josh Lambeau didn't get kicked. Like, I have no idea. Yeah. But I'm just telling you there are people that will say that. And so so now you're opening up a different here's, – here's my worry a little bit for Lambeau, who did a fantastic job kicking for the Jacksonville Jaguars for a few years who was nominated as a Walter Payton Man of the Year Award nominee, which is a very prestigious award, by the way, who's done a lot in the community, uh, especially in the dog community. Um, he has a, a real passion for dogs, and, and that was a big part of his stay in Jacksonville. But now, does he run the risk by suing the Jags of things coming out that tarnishes kind of his reputation, legacy, whatever it might be here in Jacksonville as the kicker. Yeah. Like, does this become a he said, she said thing? Are there other things? And also, can he prove it? And if he can't prove it, does he look bad by not winning? Like, I don't yeah. know those answers. I'm just asking this. No. This is very fresh. Like, yeah. I, And so that's what runs through my head. And that's why from like a like, this thing is old news in my estimation, although I did always wonder, and I think I've said this sometimes, probably not as much publicly on air, but I've wondered, where is this stuff at? Like, where's the settlement? And recently there was a the story in uh, USA Today that said it was unresolved. 
um, and they're at a stalemate, so we don't even know where the contract for Urban is. But the other thing that I registered that always stayed with me about this thing in December was Lambo. Like, yeah. did they have? Did the Jags have an issue from an HR standpoint that they needed to resolve with Lambo? And I have no idea about that stuff. I'm just not privy to it and not knowledgeable enough about it. But what this suggests is, well, this was an unresolved matter with Lambeau. So the Jags are actually, if you go back to that December day and that 24 hours, 36 hours, 48 hours, whatever hours it was, where they are deciding and much, and many of us believe now that a Trevor Lawrence conversation on the yacht with Shad Khan might have triggered a change of direction anyway but then later that night actually is when josh lambeau's story hits the the media and rick stroud and then oh some 36 hours later urban meyer's gone so it's a it's a it's just a fascinating thing with little transparency that you're really just kind of reading the tea leaves and putting something together on it yeah. um and, and I wondered if the Jags were going to have to deal with both sides of it, and it looks like they do. Like, they do have to deal with both sides, both the Lambo side and the Urban side of it. Yet here, I think, in town, most people are done talking about Urban. Yes. And I'm not sure how they feel about Josh, but, like, anything to get that year now in the rear view, I think almost anybody in town has signed up for, not just in that building over my shoulder, but also, like, in town as fans. Like, let's move on and turn the page. And what this does today is really doesn't allow you, I guess, to turn the page much uh, on the Josh Lambeau front. Uh, it might be an hour or two or a six-hour or seven-hour or a 24-hour story, and then who knows what happens with it. Uh, but maybe it's a settlement at some point. And Josh Lambeau, who I think still lives in town and yeah. probably will be a part of this community, does it tarnish anything that he kind of built and left behind? I mean, listen, in reality, this is a guy that couldn't miss a kick in Jacksonville for a few years. Yeah. He, he obviously struggled with injuries toward the end and then uh, even struggled in practice getting it back, and Urban gave him every opportunity. Now, did he give him every opportunity because of this stuff? Who knows? But at the end of the day, he was also heralded almost like a hero because in the fans' mind, that last accusation, shoe drop, whatever it might be, mm -hmm. is the thing that, in the fans' mind, put this thing over the top to get done and get Urban out of here. That is and true. So, so now I, like, again, principle, uh, believe what you believe, the truth, all those things, like, those things are important, too. But I'm just telling you from, like, a very outside view, I got a feeling this might not, like, be the greatest legacy play for Josh Lambeau either. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And there's obviously some other stuff there as well um, that I won't get into a lot. But, like, there there is other stuff there with Josh Lambeau. But I think th this is something I just see on the stream, by the way, so I, I'll throw it to you. But does this help or hurt the Urban Meyer being f fired with cause now that this also comes out? Like, does this play into the cause part of the potential settlement? Yeah, I, I mean – uh, I, I just am not smart enough to know. Like, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I would guess this helps. Yeah. And so if you're looking at that point of view, and if um, I guess, like, maybe in the grand scheme of things, 
if this saves Shad Khan $20 million of paying Urban Meyer, why not pay $3.5 million to Josh Lambeau? Yeah. No, and I, I and take that. the gut punch for that, but you get a fist pump for the other. Yeah. And that's probably a bad way to represent it, but sure. you get my point. I so, like, I, I don't This is bizarre, man. It's just a bizarre thing. Like, honestly, I thought it was a, a done issue, I, a dead issue. Like, I didn't. I had never heard that there's video. Now, there are some rumblings there, there, there might be a piece of video. But the normal way of getting video, from what I understand, wasn't, it wasn't there. Uh, and something that might be there from a video standpoint might be way too far away to even make out who, what, where, when, why. Mm -hmm. uh, because it's really just like this super far away security camera type thing um, that might be available. I don't even know if that's true, but I heard that might be the case. Uh, we have no idea if there's real video of this is the point. And uh, so I just thought it was kind of a, a done deal. Urban's fired, move on. And, I mean, who knows inside the building, inside the talks, why Josh Lambeau got cut when he did. But in a weird way, don't you think Urban Meyer helped Josh Lambeau and kept him on longer than he needed to? Yeah, I mean, we were saying in the time when it was happening, obviously didn't know you this, but we were saying like, hey, it might be, might be time to go on Josh Lambeau. So yeah, I think he held him on even longer than we wanted him to, and now this happens. It's like it's just such a, it's such an interesting thing. I will say though, from Josh Lambeau's point in all of this, I mean, why would you go through all this if it's not true, right? Because you have not like. If this is not ends up being true and it gets found out and proven not true, like Josh Lamb, like you've you've ruined your whole reputation, right? Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Um, that'll be really interesting. Really, that's fascinating news. All right, we got some football five. We got to bring Brian Middleton back in the fold. Sorry, Middleton, we'll get you in here. Action Sports Shacks on ESPN six ninety. Some big news dropping with a looks like a lawsuit against the Jaguars from former Jags kicker Josh Lambeau. We'll be right back. Action Sports Shacks on ESPN six ninety. felt like this team really missed Chris Middleton last night because their offense was everybody stand around and watch Giannis play. But Giannis barking at Al Horford literally woke Horford up for him to explode for a playoff high in 30 points in this game and open up the floor offensively. That allowed Jason Tatum to go to work down the stretch. Hey, good win for the Celtics, right? As they even up the series. That's a pretty good series. I, I wish the Grizzlies had won that so we could have... Three really good series going on, or four. Educate us a little bit, Brian Middleton, as we welcome everyone back. Are these playoffs going to, according to the way you thought? Uh, who's the surprise right now? The surprise, I would say right now, is Dallas for me. Uh, I'm not the biggest on the Suns, but once they went up 2-0 with Luka playing the way that he was playing, um, I was like, hey, you know, it's been a good run. Luka got his first series win in the NBA playoffs, so it's going to be baby steps, and now it's neck and neck. Now, I know that my uh, my partner Casey over there, he thinks differently. He thinks that Dallas is uh, basically a trash team. That's They're, they're fakes. They I shouldn't even be in the playoffs. That. You said that yesterday on no, OT, I but I think that's the biggest surprise for me right now. Everything else, I could kind of see going uh, six or seven. I believe I, I said that, but I thought that the Dallas Suns um, matchup, especially after the first two games, 
was going to go five. All right. Well, we'll see what happens uh, next. Uh, the only 3-1 series, ironically, is what I think has been the best series yet. <laughs> the most entertaining games are the Grizzlies and Warriors. So, True. Uh, Brent Martin, Casey Kurtz, Brian Middleton, Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. And Josh Lambeau, if you're just jumping in, has uh, sued the Jacksonville Jaguars reportedly. I think we're still waiting uh, from, like, our newsroom to get the actual paperwork, but that's a report. Obviously, he, uh, his agent's been giving stuff to Rick Stroud, um, you know, through the whole process. That's who broke the story about the kick incident way back in December, and Stroud has this too. So uh, they're going through the, the Tampa folks there uh, to get the information out. And there's, there's a lot of unknowns here, but it's a pretty wild thing. Jags dealing with both ends of it still, Urban Meyer and now Josh Lambeau. And I don't really think it impacts the football team and everything else. It's just kind of one of those, you know, I, I would think if I'm the Jags, it's like, let's get this stuff over with. We got too much fun stuff to deal with and exciting stuff. We got to turn the page. And when you make bad decisions, like the Urban Meyer decision and whatever else came out of it, and this is one of those things that came out of it, uh, you, you, you got to kind of deal with it and move on, Casey. That's just the way it is. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, you gotta, you gotta. It's such a weird thing. Got to move on, I guess. Uh, you know, it's unfortunate that I guess nationally, it's another thing that they'll look at on the Jags and something that I guess we have to deal with. But it's just another thing that you you thought you were getting past it and we're not. So hopefully, we can get past it quickly and move on and finally get rid of whatever the Urban Meyer stuff that still hangs over is. But uh, hopefully, we get there sooner rather than later. Here's the craziest thing about it, right? It's not going to help Urban Meyer's reputation, but it probably isn't going to hurt it. He's probably going to go back to Fox and make money and talk football. I don't really think it hurts the Jags that much. I mean, it might be a little bit of a here we go again, but I mean, the Jags have dealt with so much stuff from Urban Meyer's embarrassment alone to all the losing of the last 12 years. I mean, I, I don't know if this stops momentum anywhere, right? I mean, I don't think like people aren't buying tickets because of this or uh, I really think the one guy this changes, like how you look at him, is probably Lambo. And it doesn't mean you're going to look at him negatively, but you might, depending on how this plays out. I agree with that. I, yeah. I like. I, I actually agree with what you said a lot because what does Urban Meyer have to lose? Well, nothing. He's already been dragged through the mud, and we understand what that is. What do the Jags have to lose? Not much. Right? I mean, if, if it's found out that they covered it up, which is unlikely, um, yeah, I mean, that's not good. But the person, in my opinion, that has the most to lose is Josh Lambeau because if it comes out he's not telling the truth, then that's a problem. What do you really have to gain? Like, I understand $3.5 million is $3.5 million, but, like, yeah. it, it, I, I think he has the most to lose in a lot of situations. So I guess we'll see what how it plays out. But, yeah, he's he's the one that has the most to lose in this situation. Yeah, and I, in a weird way, he was almost like a big winner last year. He probably got more checks for playing through the season than most coaches would have kept him on. Mm -hmm. And he was like the hero that, that got Urban Meyer fired in the public perception, even though it might not have been reality. So, uh, I, I, it's just interesting. Again, I'm not, I'm not really like, taking the Jags' side here. I'm just wondering why. Like, what's the point of it other than $3.5 million? And maybe just principle. Uh, again, if you feel strongly about something, you feel strongly about something. And, and I have no problem with people that, that feel that way and, and if you think you're right. So um, maybe, this, maybe this works out for Josh Lambeau. We will, we will see. Uh, but I think he could be the one to lose more than anybody else. I mean, outside the Jags losing some cash. Uh, but they got plenty of that, trust me. Right. Um, 
uh, on that front. So, uh, Brett Martin, Casey Kurtz, Brian Middleton. Casey. Yes. You have like a game called Danger Zone or something like that, or, or hmm. you got a little something, something. I think you t I have no idea what you were talking about, but you texted me about Did it. Did you watch the video? Uh, no, because no. it came in through too small and I was driving at the time. Oh, okay. You well, know, like sometimes, hmm. like it must have been more than like two minutes of video. It was, yeah. Because what happens is it like really makes it small on your text message. Yeah. And I think I was like, okay, I'll go back and check it out, and I never went back and check it out. Oh, okay. Can well, I play without you watching the video? Absolutely. So I'll explain it to you pretty straightforward. The danger zone, something we did last week on OT, and me and Brian identified a team, a situation, an organization, inside or outside of sports, anything that could be in danger. Brian Middleton, uh, he picked out the 76ers, told them what was up, and all of a sudden they've won a couple games in their series. I picked out the Colorado Avalanche, and all of a sudden they sweep the National Predators. So I'm not saying that the 76ers and the Avalanche are listening to the show, but they're all of a sudden out of the dangers. Well, at least Colorado is. Like, I guess Philly's not all the way out, but, um, you know, they're, they're getting closer to getting out. So, yeah, it's, you just pick somebody that's kind of in a tough spot. They're about to be in the danger zone, and you tell them why. You call them out and tell them how to get out of there. Interesting. Um, all right. Do you have anybody, or do you want me to go first? Uh, if you want to go first, yeah, feel Brent, go ahead. You know Brent. what? Yeah, go ahead, Let's Brent. Let's go. I just told you four seconds ago how this thing works, but if you got one and you know somebody that's in the danger zone, let them know. Nah, you go first because you guys will have something a little bit. Um, I, I've got an idea, but I want to I want to craft my idea a little bit more. You want to start? You want me to start, Brian? I want you to start, Casey Kurtz. Okay, so I put it in the top, the headline of the show today. It is the number one sports news oh, yeah. in the world. Not in the United States. You certainly in didn't steal this topic from me. The world. Yeah, I hope I hope you guys aren't planning to use this. But uh, Manchester City has officially, if you will, completed a transfer for Erling Holland from B from Germany, I'll just say, to make it easier. Uh, Holland is one of the best players on the planet, and this is the best way I can describe him for those that uh, try to bring it American, nationally, whatever. Uh, think Bryce Harper if you're a baseball fan, and then think Trevor Lawrence if you're a football fan. Major, major prospect, incredibly talented. He's been incredible in Germany. He's coming to Manchester City. So why would they be in the danger zone, right? Well, I'll tell you why. As I scroll through here, when's the last time they won the Champions League? Uh, I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling, I'm still scrolling, and it's been a long time. So the point of the story is this. You can't pay uh, $75 million for him, $100 million for Jack Grealish, uh, uh, $70 million for Sterling, I think it was when they did that, $60 million for another attacker. They have spent a boatload of money, and they have once again done it for one of the best players in the world. But will it pay off? They consistently lose in the semifinal or last year in the final of the Champions League, otherwise known as the biggest competition in European soccer. So it's pretty straightforward, Manchester City. You think you made a big move to get Holland. Shout out to y'all. You spent the cash. Congratulations. But you're in the danger zone immediately. You have to win immediately. You have to win the Premier League. You have to win the Champions League. And if you can somehow win the uh, Premier League this year, you got to win the Club World Cup because if you're going to spend hundreds of millions and closing in on billions of dollars on your attacking players you cannot not win trophies it's that simple they made a big move and they are immediately immediately in the danger zone i know their fans are happy i don't care y'all are in the danger zone what do you got all right feel your passion right there 
I'm going to go a little off of the beaten path, guys. Uh, see, because Casey Kurtz told me that Brent Martineau told him that this show isn't just about sports. It's an educational show as well. Am I, I right? I say that. Yes. Absolutely. Okay, so I just want to let you know, if you haven't looked at your stock portfolio or your 401k after Monday, you might want to keep it that way for at least the next couple of days after the stock market uh, dropped on Monday, okay? There's a lot of sell-offs happening. I'm not going to tell you all the stuff to bore you, but just let you know inflation isn't helping. Double-digit percentage losses in the S&P, the Dow, and the NASDAQ. What are we doing here? Somebody call the Fed. Tell them to calm down. If you're thinking about your retirement plans, they're in the danger zone. You can't retire anytime soon. Retirement? Retirement? No, sir. You're in the danger zone right now. I like that. Ah, welcome to the Danger Zone, Phil Mickelson. You've always been a fan favorite. Lefty. More lefties play the game because of lefty, Phil Mickelson. And on the horizon is the PGA Championship, a tournament that you won in historic fashion at the age of 50 a year ago. And you were the toast of the town, the toast of golf, the toast of sports. And then what did you do over the last few months? Said things you probably shouldn't say threatened to leave the PGA Tour that's been so, so good to you. It comes out that you've lost $40 million. Actually, I think people kind of like that. They can maybe relate, well, not the $40 million, but losing a little bit. Yeah. So they like that part of it. But, Phil, you've gone from fan favorite, signs the autographs, one of the greats of all time, to now somebody I feel like next week at Southern Hills might take the first tee as the defending champ of the PGA Championship and get heckled or booed. Phil Mickelson has to make some decisions. He has to say the right things next week leading into the PGA Championship, and it doesn't matter if he makes the cut, misses the cut, plays well, plays bad. But Phil Mickelson has to endear himself back to the golf fan because he's lost that a little bit over a few months. And we want to remember Phil for being one of the legacy players in the history of the sport. The resume says it. The recent actions, I'm not sure Showcase will celebrate him that way if this keeps up. Bill Mickelson is in the danger zone. I appreciate the fact that all three of those were soccer, golf, and the stock market. <laughs> like I, By the way, the biggest one might be stock market. That's true. That's <laughs> terrible. Those are facts right now. Yeah, that, no, that's fair. Um, but I appreciate that you guys are a lot closer to retirement than I am. So... <laughs> I'm chilling. Yeah. I don't even have a retirement fund, I don't think. I don't know how that even well, works. you haven't lost any, then. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I've seen the crypto go down, though. You know what I'm saying? I don't Crypto's like going down. You know, listen, for you young folks out there, take, uh, well, I don't like to oh, no. give financial <laughs> advice, but I'll give it to you guys. Yep. Set sale price. Buy now. I'm going to keep it a buck with you, Brent. I did the other night when it went down, and now that it's down even more, I might consider it. Uh, that goes for your stocks, too, whatever you believe in. Hey. I mean, sale price. Like any, any financial person will tell you, somebody young like you, it's a sale price. That's the way you got to look at it. You can get DraftKings stock right now for $10 a share. You know why I know that? Because when I bought it, it was a lot more than $10 a share. I, my, you know what? My stock portfolio is in a danger zone. Thanks, Milton. Appreciate Disclaimer, this Everybody. is not financial advice. No, absolutely not. We do not provide financial advice here on Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 6.9. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we do have some fun. I like your segment, guys. Danger Zone. Let's do it. We got that locked in now. Yeah. Um, good. The question is, do we agree with what everybody... I agree with uh, Middleton's, that's for sure. 
So do you guys agree with me about soccer then? Yeah, if I knew more about it, I'd probably agree more. But I get what you're saying. And right. I think, yeah, if you're going to go do that, you better win, right? I mean, that's like a, that's a power play move. Yeah. I agree with you. I think Phil will get booed. I think there will be some stuff there that he's going to have to deal with. Um, I don't think it'll be a warm reception, but we'll see. I think actually the most important thing Phil does next week is, if he does it, is a press conference. I would. I think if I were him, he's good. He's, well, you know, he got in all this trouble for saying something. But I think he's normally been known for being good on the microphone. So I don't think he can really back himself in more of a corner because I think he understands how it works. Yeah, tough questions ahead for Phil Mickelson, though, if he does go up there on that podium. We'll be back. Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690. By the way, Doug Peterson going to drop the puck at the Iceman game tonight oh. at 7 o'clock. So if you're heading over there, get there early. And uh, the Jags head coach will drop the puck. We'll catch up with him a little bit later and have it for CBS 47 and Fox 30 uh, later tonight as well. We are live from the baseball grounds. Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690 rolls on right after this. minutes to go action sports jacks on espn 690 since brent martineau told us just at the end of that last uh segment that doug peterson was dropping the puck tonight at the iceman game i've been thinking dropping the puck has to, and listen i love that doug doug peterson's gonna do it dropping the puck has to be the most overrated and weird like thing you can do like first pitch is exciting. Like, you're actually doing something. You're walking up there. You're throwing it 60 feet or whatever it is, 60 feet, 6 inches, I think, um, most of the time. Like, that. that's something, right? Dropping the puck's awkward because you get the two, like, captains of the team. They're out there. But then you're not all looking at the camera at the same time. Then you're dropping the puck. One guy's looking at the camera for the photo. The other guy's trying to get the puck. The guy dropping the puck's never looking. Like, it's awkward and weird. Am I wrong? Yeah, um, it's a good call, but I like first pitch is the best. Yeah, right. Um, I don't know what the origin of all this stuff was. Was it the first pitch, and then everybody else was like, "Hey, somebody else has got to do something." But really, like, I'd rather drop the puck. I think that's way less pressure. Yeah, all you do is drop it. Well, yeah, and way less awkward than like I think the coin flip's goofy. Yeah, like you know, you get out there for a coin flip, and you don't end up flipping the damn coin anyway. The ref does. That is true. That's a good call. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I was just thinking about it. Like, I love hockey, but, like, the ceremonial drop the puck is always bad. Like, it's just not good. Like, there's nothing you can really do. I understand that. But, like, it's just not. Like, if I think what they should do instead of the ceremonial drop the puck, ceremonial shoot it at the goalie as hard as you can. So they get Doug P out there with and just he slap shots it as hard as he can at the goalie and see if he can make a save. Now that, (laughs) the ceremonial slap shot. Brought to you by Doug Peterson. Give it a go, coach, and then he rips one. I think it'd be awesome. Yeah, that's uh, that that's would exciting. be. <laughs> yeah. At least in between periods, try it. Like that would be pretty good. Yeah. So that's the only thing I've been thinking about all break. Is like I said it the other night at the Iceman game. I was like, I said to Amanda, I was like, why do they ever do this? Like they do it in the NHL. They do it all everywhere. It's like a thing. But I'm just like, why? Like, what is this? Does anybody like? I understand they, if you're doing it, it's cool. But like, do the fans like? Nobody even really understands what's happening. In every place that they do it, do they drop the? Uh, do they bring like the carpet out to yes. walk on? Yes. Well, that's good because if they didn't, it would be a hell of a lot more entertaining. Oh, that would be cool. No carpet <laughs> dropped. The, now I'm in on that. You got to have some talent to get out there. Yeah, yes. I like that. Yeah. See, I just think you could evolve it into some of these ideas that like we have because there's nobody out there. That's like in the stands, like, man, I can't wait for this ceremonial puck drop. You know what I'm saying? I cannot wait to see this. 
It's not. It is. Yeah, it is kind of true. Like I do think you go to a baseball. I don't think it's like top of mind when you go to a baseball game, but you kind of as like everything's going. The festivities. You you've gone and got a hot dog and peanuts and a, and a beverage after batting practice, and you come back and you know you got the national anthem and starting lineups. You're like, yeah, what are we throwing out the first pitch tonight? Exactly. Is it someone from Action Sports Shacks or is it like Trevor Lawrence? Yeah. Or right? is it 50 Cent? And do we need to duck? <laughs> yeah. You know. <laughs> So, um, I, yeah, it's a good question, but I would rather drop the puck than than the coin toss. Yeah, probably. The coin toss is dumb. Like, what else is there? So we got first pitch, the coin, we got to- coin like, toss. Uh, like, is there a tennis thing? Yeah, I don't think so. Is like, there, what other sports uh, are there? I don't like golf. Is there? A, no, I mean, not the really. shots like, at the Masters the honorary done, starter. Yeah, that, I mean, that's pretty good. Oh, yeah, but the honorary starter, no. That's dumb. Um, Maybe we should get somebody each day to start the show. An honorary <laughs> starter? Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. I'm somebody. Yeah. Well, we got to come up with it. We'll do it better than that. we got to make it exciting. I mean, you just made it boring. Like, we want to make it fun. We want to start a trend. It's going to be something nobody else does. I like it. It's kind of like what you, you guys have the... Um, I like it. The, what are those called? Oh. Oh, I should know this. Brian, you should know this. At the end of prime time, when you yeah, guys the IDs. The, the IDs. Action Sports Shacks IDs, yeah. Um, like, you, this is Action I'm Trevor Lawrence, and uh, you're watching Action Sports yeah. Shacks, right? Martin, no, that's so, an amazing idea. Yeah, so let's like do it. Like, don't give them too well, much. Well, credit. by the way, at like 5 o'clock, we used to do the happy hour, horn, which we never brought back after the pandemic, really. Uh, yeah. Maybe we did for a little bit, but the happy hour horn, we just got to sell it. Uh, but uh, the happy hour horn's a good thing. Like, that's kind of a fun thing at 5, but maybe we replace that or add to it, like at 5 o'clock or 4 o'clock or whatever, like an honorary, I don't know what the hell it is. We got to figure it out. We're producing right now, like we're having a production meeting live. Yeah, it's working, I think. So think about that tonight. Yeah. I hope you guys can't sleep at all because you're thinking about that tonight. Well, I can never sleep, so yeah. Uh, we didn't get Brian Middleton's uh, thought on this, but I know you guys may talk about it. you got Action Sports Shacks OT coming up, and uh, I just haven't heard Brian Middleton talk enough. I'm hogging the mic, and you so are. are you, Casey. Okay. So let's bring him in. $375 million to broadcast oh. games is how we started the show today for Tom Brady. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 it's out of this world. Like, I'm still stunned by it. Like, I can't get over it. I got to tell you, man, uh, Tom Brady – I mean, a charmed life is, I, I don't, I mean, I'm speechless right now trying to figure out how to even attack the number. And you just add that on to all the su- success he's already had. Uh, but that's a crazy amount. I can't imagine having to sign a contract. Someone coming to me with a contract saying, hey, $375 million. How long? 10 years? Is that what you said? Uh, yeah, it's 10. 10 years. $37 million a year. Like, what is their budget? What's the network's budget, number one? That's first and foremost. They must be charging like crazy for ad revenue. That's what I was going to be on. Yeah, that's what I was saying. It's going to be insane. I hope he's good. I hope he's more uh, Tony Romo than Drew Brees. No, not going Drew what? Brees. No. He's, he's had more of a Don't a say that ascension. because Brent said the same thing. You both knocked Drew Brees. Like, what is wrong? I, didn't I knock think him. he does okay. As a matter of fact, I said not to knock him. But that's a knock in itself. Man, I didn't knock him. You, you, I'm just saying, for $37 million, I, I just think that Tom Brady is going to try to attack broadcasting the same way he's attacked football. I think so. And if that's the case, we may be looking at a GOAT in two professions. That's amazing. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know if he's going to be as good as some of the other ones. I don't think he's going to be bad. 
but I'm not sure I'm going to bank on Brady being like really good. Now, what happens in this business is longevity equals good, right? Mm-hmm. I've always said this, even about like local sports. Nobody's ever saying, yeah, you're like the greatest in the world if you've been here for 25 or 30 years in Jacksonville. But the fact that you're still here after 25 and 30 years in Jacksonville, it means like you're probably decent enough and pretty good. Right. Right. right? Yeah. You didn't get fired. Nobody, they didn't replace you. So, like, hats off. Like, you're good. Now, what I always say, if I was really good, the network would have come calling for me. I was just going to say we that. We still have time. But, like, I always say that. Like, listen, I mean, Brent might be okay. Brent likes to be as good as Brent can be. But if Brent was really good, I would already got a call from somebody. This is facts. All right? So that's just keeping it real. But I do think longevity equals good as well. And so my point being, once you get used to Tom Brady's voice, once you get used to Tom Brady in a booth, Tom Brady might not be Tony Romo right off the rip where everybody's like, damn, that guy's good. But after like three, four years of it, There'll be a comfort level with your ears that you'll be like, Tom's pretty good at this. I, I hope you're right. That's the way it's going to work. Yeah, we'll see. Now, is he going to be $37.5 million good? I doubt it. Yeah, yeah, I doubt that as well. But, you know, we'll have to see. And then hopefully what I got from this conversation was the network calls at some point. Because it sounds like you're getting kind of salty. <laughs> no, I'm not salty. I don't want to go work for the network. Yeah, okay. You know, you ran through your whole resume. Like, you know, I've been here 30 years doing a good job. Like, you know. That wasn't me. I was talking about, like, older people in the market. I haven't been here 30 years. I was really just trying to call them out and tell their asses they're not that good. I like it. Let's spin it on somebody else. Whoa. So you're at bad interpretation there, by the way. Half listening, Brent. If I want the network, then I'll maybe go put my resume in. Never even apply. Casey. Okay. So maybe I'm better than I even think I am, Casey. Well, go. Let's find out. I'm not like encouraging you to leave, though, you know. Yeah. Kind of sounds that way. Like, I'm pulling my Malik Willis on you, just so you know. <laughs> I haven't forgot about that, Brent. All right. You guys go talk more. Action Sports Shacks OT coming up. I'm uh, going to pack up from here, go over to the Iceman, catch up with Doug Peterson. Then I'll be at First Coast High School baseball game. We'll have all the highlights of everything tonight on Action Sports Shacks on CBS 47 and Fox 30. Action Sports Shacks OT next. Brian Middle to Casey Kurtz. It's been fun hanging out at the baseball grounds. Tomorrow will be at the UNF Softball Complex for the A-Sun Tournament. Come on out. UNF Ospreys play at 3 o'clock against Kennesaw State. Have a good night, everybody. Back at it tomorrow at 3. Casey and Brian up next on ESPN 690. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.